SRI Krishna, Satya Advaita and Vegetarianism. In Satya Advaita one follows the truth path. This makes one do what comes naturally. If during the course of one's day, vegetarian food comes on the table in one's path, one relishes that. If on the other hand non-vegetarian food comes in one's path, one relishes that. So what is Satya Advaita? It is living to reality. Aghori Babas even eat human remains from funeral pyres. It is in their path. For truth is the path to God. God lives in each and every one of us. So we are not distinguishing between animals and plants based on some scientific principles that separate them. We are living to reality, the reality that confronts us in our daily lives. We do not seek to collect pious points by making hard and fast rules about what we can eat and what we cannot eat, or indeed doing or not doing anything else. In many parts of the world, e.g. pastoralists, they only have animal products. It is in their path. When we realize that God is within us and all around us, we are eating God whether in plants or animals. Life is recycled. The most important rule is that we must survive and survive with dignity. I therefore eat meat that my wife provides because I must live my life as a good husband doing my dharma. Yet I will not kill any animal, except blood-sucking mosquitoes that harass you and can pass on malaria to kill one. If it is not necessary to kill an animal one respects life as a wondrous creation of God. I do not even like chopping down trees, because that too is life but in order to survive in dignity one may have to do that in gardening or the place will become a jungle. Satya Advaita is truth accommodation. Truth is that God exists as Sri Krishna. Of course we must therefore strive to please Sri Krishna. When we have surrendered to Sri Krishna wholeheartedly and carry out his wishes for us we are doing that. But is it possible that he has different things to say to each one of us depending on our individual circumstances, whether we are a bachelor saint, or a householder with a spouse who has different views that need to be accommodated if one wishes to save one's marriage because one feels that marriage should be preserved once one has gone into it. I do not follow Bhagavad Gita as a prescribed path by Sri Krishna for all mankind. I follow the truth path which has found God as Sri Krishna and has totally surrendered to Him. Even with my reluctant non-vegetarianism He did not abandon me. I fully agree with those who contend that the sattvic diet of veganism is best and I would have been quite content with that kind of living except that my wife will not like to do the same. It will put too much pressure on her to be doing her job that sustains us as a family as I am unemployed still waiting for my pension to come in five months time. In these circumstances she would have to cook separately for my preferred veganism. I found that Sri Krishna understands that limitation that I have to want to survive in dignity with my marriage intact. That is in my truth path and I sincerely believe that doing so pleases Sri Krishna more than I would have if I imposed myself on my wife to make her cook vegan food for me all the time. So I eat what I get on my plate. My wife takes care of me, an unemployed and unemployable 60-year-old that I am. I have survived to this age because of her. I can guarantee that Sri Krishna never abandoned me through all my life's trials and tribulations because I eat meat when it is provided to me by the charity of my wife on whom I am dependent. I respect people like you who have been able to maintain a vegetarian or vegan lifestyle and are simultaneously in the service of Sri Krishna. I believe he loves what they do, but he never once abandoned me because I eat meat products. I believe this is because of the simple reason that I am helpless and must survive with dignity. That dignity comes from surrendering to God for He will chart my future, no one else. I would never impose my views and needs on my wife. Maybe some people who worship God as Krishna and my Sri Krishna are different conceptions of God. I came to give the name Sri Krishna to my God through my questioning of God and the life that I led with His blessing. I decided that the Creator and Preserver God is who Hindus know was Sri Krishna. 
The evidence that sealed this analysis for me came from the use of the Chaldean Hebrew numerological alphabet in which God's name acquired the highly spiritual number of seven. The number seven had great spiritual significance in denoting the presence of God within the universe. I tried to follow Gita but found too many things in it that did not make sense to me. I stick to my truth path of Satyadvaita or truth accommodation. That is more important to me than pleasing God, whether He likes it or not, and I think He does like that. I am a human being and live to the reality that I am confronted with. I cannot afford the luxury of setting rules on my conduct. I must accommodate what happens.